Do you ever find that you are starting to get impatient? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price, and if I didn't lose you yet, welcome to another episode of Tachlis Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcast. And as you can guess, we're going to deal with issues related to patience and impatience today. First, though, I want to dedicate today's podcast to a person that I consider to be a fascinating person, fascinating human being, a hero of a person, um, who I just discovered today uh, passed away a few months ago uh, in Israel, Amos or Amos Hubert, uh, who he and Shoshana, who should be blessed with many healthy years to come, were married here in the Kolol exactly 14 years ago today. Fascinating individual, fascinating couple, who really displayed incredible patience at the juncture where, if, if uh, Shoshana, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, things didn't always move as fast as you might have wanted at uh, that juncture. But incredible patience, incredible fortitude, incredible dedication to God and to Judaism and to Torah. And uh, today's podcast should serve as a zechus for Amos ben Yehuda. Patience, impatience, our Parsha. Parsha of Kisisa, or Kitisa, has within it the tragic account of the golden calf. And commentaries differ as to exactly the nature of the sin, but many share that an element that led to that failure was an element of impatience. This, the nation saw Kiboshesh Moshe, that Moshe was delayed by their account in coming down, or by their expectation in coming down, or their desire, and he was not there yet, and that leads them into trouble. Had they waited a little longer, one more day, or long enough to consult with Aaron, long enough to deliberate and put their attention to what is the appropriate next step, things could have turned out very, very differently. But this isn't the first encounter we have with a failure to be patient. The way some of the commentaries understand the initial failure of mankind Adam and Chava are in the Garden of Eden and they're told, don't eat from that fruit. Many understand the commandment wasn't treat that fruit as off-limits forever. It's not that that fruit was treif, not kosher, but the way many understand it, they were told, don't eat from that fruit yet. Wait for Shabbos. That fruit eaten today, pre-Shabbos, and again, it's just a few hours. This is Friday afternoon. In this mode, that fruit is far and off-limits and will be spiritually damaging, big time. Waiting a few hours would convert it into a spiritual elevation. A discussion as to what the fruit was by all traditions, and any classic Jewish text, it was not an apple. But taking the various approaches, for example, one approach is that it was the grape. But remember that the grape in the Garden of Eden was the grape to perfection. That means it was a fine wine. It had all of the positive elements of a fine wine and apparently all the risk as well. But that wine, partaken of on Shabbos rather than in this moment, would have been the equivalent of an act of Kiddush, of a sanctification of the Shabbos, would have been a elevation and transformed everything in a positive direction rather than the unfortunate reality of the negative transformation that took place by partaking too early. And again, without getting involved in now in each of the different options as to what the fruit was, there were all elements of perfection that were not to be accessed yet. 
an element of jumping the gun leads to that devastation and the world as we know it rather than a world of perfection. Along the way, between those two junctures, between Adam and Eve and our ancestors standing at Sinai, we know that when Yaakov, when Jacob chastises Reuven for an element of sin that he had done, the description of the failure is pachaz kamayim. Your failure was acting impetuously. You acted too quickly, without thought, without deliberation, without consultation, and that led to the failure. And again, at each of these junctures, way back, day number one, Ruvain, at that beginning stages of our ancestry, and then later on as we stand there at Sinai, at this pivotal juncture, we've just gotten the Torah on such a high, su- supreme elevation, and yet, without that patience, can do an act that leads to great devastation. Patience, very critical. And a uh, text in the book of Proverbs, initially of King Solomon, chapter 21, Chafal of Hay. The text contrasts where the thought process of the one who is deliberating, who is careful, who is patient, leads to great gain, where the atz, the one who's jumping too quickly, haste, leads to machsar, leads to lost. Haste makes waste, really what it's saying over here. But we need to balance this out with the fact that we know that we're encouraged to be zrizim, to have zrizut, to act with alacrity, to act with gusto, to act with haste. How do we balance the devastating realities of impatience with the, uh, the, the, within the book Mesilat Yisharim of, of the uh, Ramosha Chaim Lutzato? One of the large sections there is dedicated to the great trait of zrizus, of acting quickly. How do we balance these together? And a comment that I think is attributed to Rabbeinu Yonah is that we have to recognize that acting with haste appropriately includes paying attention to the details that will let us know how to get it right. So if, for example, half of the species known as humans tend to like jumping into a project only to be reminded by the other half of the species that um, maybe you should have read the instructions first, so that that first half, who we'll call men, tend to, and again, not absolutely the case, but very often, let's admit it, guys, very often we like jumping into a project and, okay, I basically know what to do, don't worry about it, I know how to get there, I don't have to check, at least in a world pre-having ways automatically guiding us, but how often do we feel, yeah, 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 like, I know what to do, and then be reminded by that other half of humanity called women, that, hey, you would have saved yourself time if you didn't have to take apart that piece of furniture because you forgot one piece because you didn't pay attention to the details, or we would have gotten there a lot faster if we didn't make that wrong term because you actually decided to check first. So acting with zeal, acting with haste, that's not being a zariz if we have not yet deliberated to find out what to do and how to do it. Once we know this is what we should do, then jump, act with that gusto, and do the mitzvah without any waste of time. And, yes, we, when we, as soon as we understand we have a commandment, spend, jump into it. Spend energy, dedicate your resources to finding out how to do the mitzvah, and then do it. But again, the deliberation, the analysis, the consultation, the learning are all part of the zest and gusto and not contrary to it. 
when we act without that and we simply are too impatient to pause and ponder, we get ourselves into trouble. How do we develop proper patience? If we are not currently patient, how do we develop the the proper patience? Number one could be understanding why it is that we are sometimes impatient, why we jump, why we act hastily, inappropriately. And that can come from a false sense of control and wanting to be in control and not wanting to relinquish a sense of control, not wanting to allow my my ego to be damaged by that, that need to have somebody else dictate how to do something when. And that's coming from an unkosher place, ultimately. Because we don't control everything. We don't control all the variables. But Hashem gives us, God gives us the capacity to take the proper steps to be in relative control but it's not me. It's not all coming from me. And therefore, it's, it should not be viewed as a challenge to me to have to occasionally double-check, touch base, call the rabbi, evaluate the circumstances, check the instructions. And we should be willing to pull back and say, hey, I'm not ultimately in control. And therefore, it's not a slight to me to feel that there's an element that's out of my control that needs my double-checking and getting guidance. Second element could be recognizing the value of simply being patient. There was a bank here in Cincinnati that used to give you $5 if you had to wait five minutes to speak to a teller. So, of course, nobody wants to wait five minutes. And if it's after 30 seconds, you're hoping you're going to be able to be called upon right away. But how do you start viewing that when you're at minute four and a half? Hmm, now I might not mind if it takes her or him another half a minute to get to me because I realize that there's an immediate value to that extra patience. Well, there's another bank called the Heavenly Bank that is doling out dollars, but not just $5, and dollars in terms of spiritual points of infinite value when we can be more patient because impatience, the stress, the anxiety, the tension that we project onto others, the damage that it causes... If we can learn to control that and be patient, we can be what the Pasuk over here in Mishle is allowing for that Mosar, for that benefit, rather than the Machsar, rather than the lost. So generating that trait of patience, if we should realize, you know what, I'm at that bank and they're about to do out $5 if I can just wait another 30 seconds. So if somebody is causing me to stress a little bit, the person in front of me is just driving a little too slowly, Now, half the time that happens because I left a little too late. But even if it was not my fault, I gave myself plenty of time and I'm going to be late because someone else is whatever that case is. Not opening the door fast enough. The elevator is not coming quickly. Whatever that case is, can I be more patient and not project anxiety and certainly not blame somebody else? Or imagine, again, hard to imagine, but should there be such a thing as a case where, I'm going to pick an example right now, you're the guy, and your wife is spending a little longer than you would have expected getting ready for the affair that you're going out to. You're going to a wedding, hopefully soon, post-COVID, and affairs are back to normal, and it's taking her too long to get ready. Are you projecting all types of frustration, looking at your watch every 10 seconds, or are you recognizing, okay, if right now in this context, there's nothing I can do to change the fact that it's going to take us a little more time, nothing appropriate I can do, then look at it as that bank about to dole out the extra $5. But five doses of 
infinite value are coming your way for simply remaining calm, cool, and collected and saying, hey, this is out of my control, so no reason for me to project anything other than comfort with this situation. And you use the time. You know, pull out a Jewish text, a podcast, do something constructive with the time, ponder something that you need to be planning out for tomorrow, use the time well, and turn that into an opportunity rather than a point of frustration. So number one, recognizing we're not always in control, and then the areas I can be in control and use them well. And okay, things didn't turn out the way that I wanted. I'm not getting to that venue at the timing that I wanted, so that's the reality. And once that's the reality, recognize I'm getting spiritual points at that bank for living with that as the reality and not expressing my anger and my frustration. In so doing, we can get that proper balance. Learn to have the patience. Learn to have the trait of zest and gusto and haste toward projects and towards things that I should be doing when I know what to do. Having the dedication to spend the time clarifying before jumping to the project and recognizing that that energetic clarification is also part of that gusto and part of being the zaris. And the other side of the equation, learning to have the patience, learning not to jump, not to act with haste, not to create that machsor of that verse in Mishlei, and learning to not project anxiousness and stress when in fact things got stalled longer than I might have wanted. And we'll all be healthier, or the other people that interface with us will be happier, and we'll be the type of people who'll be far more likely to achieve our tachlis.